Aloha and welcome to Where Do We Go, a podcast where we, as high schoolers, sit down with female professionals in different fields to simply talk story and share with us their experiences, advice, and overall helping us foster female leaders for the future. I'm your host, Kylie Hamamoto, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. To learn more about our podcast and previous episodes and speakers, visit our website at www.wegohawaii.org slash listen. Our podcast is brought to you by WeGo, a nonprofit organization founded by Kylie Hamamoto with the mission to foster strong and independent female leaders. To learn more about WeGo and ways to support, visit www.wegohawaii.org for more details. Today's Where Do We Go episode is a special installment part of our Women Across Professions event. This week-long experience features leading women in fields that include business, medicine, engineering, and more to support girls in our community and giving them opportunities to gain valuable insight and mentorship. Following this interview, we hope you will join us in listening to other interviews we held and hear some of the words of other women at the forefront of their field. To learn more about Women Across Professions and to listen to other interviews, visit www.wegohawaii.org slash womenacrossprofessions. In today's installment of Where Do We Go for the Women Across Professions Conference, we are joined by Punahou sophomore Calista Yap, who will be having a conversation with Stana Abilera of Optimize HR. Mahalo and enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Calista Yap and I'm a WeGo co-leader. Our guest today is Stana Abilera. Um, she works in HR consulting and is a Punahou graduate. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, Calista. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Stana Abalera, and I am from the mighty fine class of 1989. Um, and along with uh, actually Calista's parents were my classmates. So this is kind of cool and being able to um, meet with her and um, talk story a little bit with you folks. Um, as Calista shared, I'm an HR consultant. Um, I have worked in the HR field for probably too many years, I don't want to remember, but over 25 years. Um, and I've done consulting for portions of my career, um, but have recently gone out um, on my own with my own consulting firm in the last oh, four years. That's super cool. Um, so you mentioned that you're a graduate of Punahou School. Um, there are obviously some great traditions at this school. Um, what are some of your favorite memories? Oh, wow. Probably hanging out right where Calista is now, just hanging <laughs> out and being with friends um, at the senior bench. And, you know, before we were allowed to sit on the senior bench, other places <laughs> on campus, um, you know, our class is really close. I still remain, you know, good friends with a lot of our classmates today. So I think a lot of it is just uh, the relationships um, that you get at Punahou are, you know, super, um, you know, they will last a, you a lifetime. Um, I'm getting to relive it a little bit through different eyes. My son is a senior this year, so oh. um, I get to kind of relive it as a parent as well. So kind of getting, you know, as we head towards graduation, bringing up all the memories, um, you know, of senior skip day and all the fun things mm -hmm. that we did um, as we were finishing our Punahou journey. Yeah, so um, after you left Punahou, um, where did you get your higher education? I know you have an MBA. Um, where is that from? Um, it's actually from the University of Hawaii. And oh. so for when I graduated Punahou, um, I didn't actually get 
um, the opportunity to go away. Um, there were some family things that came up. And so I actually got my undergraduate at UH, um, which sort of allowed me to also get my foot into businesses here. So because I was at the university, I could, you know, do internships and things within the community. And then um, when I left um, my position, um, my corporate position, I knew I might want to go into consulting one day. And so I really felt getting that MBA would be helpful. So um, as I started making that transition into the consulting world, I actually went back to UH as part of their executive oh. MBA program mm -hmm. and um, got my MBA. So you've been through two degree programs at UH. That's a wonderful Correct. school. Um, what were some of your favorite memories there? Like what were some of the best things that you learned that prepared you for quote unquote, the real world? Um, I think, you know, like I said, the because we were within the Hawaii community, it mm -hmm. allowed me to have internships that oh. with different community businesses. So I was mm -hmm. able to make connections with people. And so um, I think um, as I started getting closer to graduation, I was mm -hmm. able to intern um, at one of the local banks, which then led to my first job at another oh. local bank. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think having those relationships and being able to build those networks while you're in school mm -hmm. um, was super important. And because my career has mostly been in Hawaii, you know, I've built up, um, mm -hmm. you know, from those experiences that I had in college, um, all the way till now, you know, I continue to have connections with, you know, different folks and places that I've worked um, to be able to leverage in the work that I do today. That sounds wonderful. Um, I know everybody in Hawaii like knows each other, so I'm sure it's the same and probably even more so in like specific communities. Um, are there any like people that you've met that you like really made an impact on you in this community? Um, as I was saying is that, you know, with, um, you know, the transition from school into the real world is mm -hmm. sometimes um, what you learn in a book isn't always what's practical in the workplace. Yeah. And so where I really got my feet wet was in um, my first job, which I was actually still in school. I was a senior in school mm -hmm. and um, got my first job. But I did have a really good mentor who continued to push me. And, you know, we at the time when I was in it, I hated it because every time I would go, you know, she would ask me a question. Well, why? Well, why? And I'm like, I don't know. And then so it taught me to be prepared um, for those kinds of questions. And it just um, was a good experience for me learning to question, you know, things. And I think that, you know, Putaho gives you a good background to be able to you know, know how to solve problems that you don't know about, right? Not every, you know, you you have to, you know, work with people, collaborate with people, figure out how you're going to approach something. And the same, what you necessarily learn in a book isn't always the right way, but it gives you things that you can apply and then figure out, you know, as you get into the real world, how to apply those differently in different situations. Super interesting. And that's really great advice. That's something that I'll probably keep with me. Um, so why were you drawn to business as a career? Like um, what about it was interesting or enticing or made you want to learn more? You know, I, when I graduated and I went to school, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, I figured, well, business, you know, I could 
figure out, you know, a lot of jobs, you know, that are in the business world that I could figure it out. And when I went to, um, when I started in my major in business, I actually was very drawn to accounting. So I, I liked math and I liked the numbers and the, the absoluteness of having numbers and everything balancing. And so I was pretty much set on having an accounting career. And mm-hmm. I, I think I made it through accounting one. I loved it. Got to accounting two. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this for the rest of my <laughs> life. And then I was like, okay, I'm already in business school. I don't want to go back. I got to mm-hmm. figure out what to do. And so I sort of fell into HR and my rationalization there was that, well, you know, every business has people and we'll mm-hmm. figure out, you know, and it, to me, gave me a little bit of everything because it still gave me the numbers part of it because you still have to understand the finances and the accounting Mm -hmm. pieces of the world. You also have marketing. It kind of, you have systems, you know, it kind of blended Mm -hmm. everything that was in business school into one major. And I figured it would give me the breath of, you know, being able to find a job out there. And um, I think for me, it's just that, that curiousness to know, you know, our community thrives on big businesses, small businesses, and just the opportunities that are, that are available to you in business, or even if you want to open your own business, right? You have all the same mechanics to be able to, um, you know, open your own business. So for me, it was just like, well, it's something that would provide me a lot of opportunities out there and, you know, wh- whichever direction I wanted to go, if I wanted to work for somebody, if I wanted to open my own business, but it all has that sort of same core um, aspects to it. Yeah, so you've touched on this a little bit, um, but what were some of the pathways that some of your classmates, other pathways that some of your classmates at Shriver College of Business um, took? So are some of them entrepreneurs? Do they work in marketing? You mentioned that there's accounting and HR, of course. Um, so like kind of where do you go after business school? Well, I think it's really up to you what you want to do. Um, you know, obviously, there's some focused areas within the business school. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm seeing or back in when I went to school, it was sort of like you niched yourself into one. So you either did systems or you did finance or you did HR or you did marketing. But I think what we're finding or I'm finding in the real world is everything is sort of integrated. You can't just do one without the other. And so I think what you see now is a lot of um, blending of these different pieces to it. So like, for example, you have people who do marketing analytics, which is sort of a combination of marketing and the system side of it to do some data analytics. HR also has, you know, something similar. And so I think that, um, you know, there's more integration of all the pieces of these ones that, you know, were, you know, quote unquote majors I think, you know, it's opening yourself up to, okay, how do I then take all of the, these different aspects and blend that? Because the future of work is so different. Mm-hmm. The jobs that we have today are going to be different tomorrow. So it's figuring out how do you make yourself the most, um, give yourself the most breath to be able mm-hmm. to kind of um, pivot to whatever those those jobs are going to be. That's super interesting to hear. Yeah, I think that's kind of happening across the board, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's a, that even, you know, bringing it back to HR, that's sort of where I see HR has gone is that, you know, business is business, but the people side of it and designing the people 
to go within the business or you know aligning the two are super important for both the the individual employees and the companies to be successful so there's a lot of you know trying to figure out the the behavior the infrastructure of the organization and the tools and how they all, all kind of you know blend together to to make the whole system successful interesting um, so for you, what does a normal day look like? Or does it vary from day to day? You know, it kind of varies. Um, I, I think for me, um, so right now, you know, as I said, I have my own consulting business. So I don't have a normal, you know, eight to five job that I have to go to. Um, but I do have, you know, really good relationships with the clients that I do have. And so I sort of I don't want to say I'm on call, but, you know, I'll have work and projects, but, you know, at any given time, I could get a call, you know, this morning and be like, oh, we need help with this. You know, can you help us by tomorrow, you know, by, you know, this afternoon or something happened unexpected. So I do get those calls um, periodically during the week. But my typical day is, you know, getting my son right now is getting my son off to school <laughs> and then I'll work on different projects. Or I'll plan, um, you know, different meetings. Sometimes I'll sit on different webinars, you know, to mm -hmm. kind of just keep that learning. If there's subject matters that I see, you know, That's just wonderful. to kind of make sure I'm on the, the cutting edge of, mm -hmm. of, you know, what's happening out in um, the community so I can share and pass that along to my clients. But for the most part, it's flexible. And for me, um, that's what I enjoy about the consulting is just oftentimes it's just talking with people. So um, most of my clients that I get are through word of mouth. I don't advertise, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's through people who know me or have worked with me before. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of times it's just spent, again, talking with people and, you know, having conversations and, and checking in, you know, with, you know, clients or checking in with my peers to see what's going on in their world. So what kind of problems do you solve for clients? Is it in terms of hiring or compensation or something else? It's sort of all across the board. I think um, the hot topic, as everybody knows now, is the great resignation. So there is a lot of focus on um, retaining or attracting and retaining talent um, and oftentimes pay comes with that. So I am doing a bit of compensation work. Um, especially with, you know, some of the legislative changes around minimum wage. So I just did a panel with a couple other peers um, to kind of talk about that. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, and this is kind of what I was telling um, the, the folks that were on the panel, is that it's not always about pay. It's sort of that broad employee experience of what they're getting, um, which brings in culture, which brings in how the organization operates. So there's a lot of different things to consider, you know, around job design, organizational design, um, because they're all sort of part of that whole system. Um, I, I think um, that so that I get a lot of that. So there's people that are redesigning jobs, organizational changes, some people, um, there's been just with COVID and things, there's been a lot of um, turnover with even within HR teams. And so I've been helping some clients um, rethink and rebuild. Um, their HR teams to kind of reset, you know, how do they move forward, you know, given the great resignation and all the other things that are complicating the current business environment. That's fascinating to hear and that's great insight. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you've faced different challenges across the pandemic as we all have. Um, it's super interesting to hear how specifically that affected you and how 
um, like you're coming back to like solve these problems again. Um, yeah. So, one last question before I'll let you go. Um, what advice would you give to high school students looking to pursue a career in business? Um, I think, you know, again, is, you know, get your education. I think decide if there are certain aspects of business um, that interest you. Um, I would, for me, it was really a process of elimination. Like I said, I started out as a county and I was like, yeah, that's not for me. Um, so I think, you know, try out different things, take the classes that you think you might be interested in, you know, cause you really don't know until you, you know, try it. Um, take internships that might be out of, you know, some, a different area so that you get to know, I think, you know, at least what's made me successful um, from an HR practice standpoint is just working in different businesses because everybody has different business drivers. They have different ways of how they get their revenue. So if you understand all of that, you can apply the principles, you know, of HR or marketing or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, if you kind of just have that exposure to these different businesses, like you have nonprofits, you have profits for profit businesses and they work a little bit differently. But, you know, so understanding that just helps you be, you know, a better practitioner in whatever you decide to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, building that network of people that you can tap into, um, I would say even, you know, for human resources, you know, when I first started school, in, and I think there's some, there's still some organizations that think this way is that, oh, you're in HR, so you know everything about HR. And I'm like, you know, HR has gotten so complicated um, <laughs> in the last 25 years. It's like, no, I'm not, I don't know everything in HR, but if, if I have a question, I'm okay with, well, let me check with somebody who is the expert in, in this particular area of HR. Um, and so I think it's just, I think all of these, the different aspects of business are getting more complicated. So it's recognizing that you're not the be all end all and that you, you know, um, create that network so that you know if you have a problem to solve you know who you, exactly who you can call um because it might be something that's not familiar to you or you don't know um and that you have somebody that you know in in the back waiting in the wings to uh, phone a friend and ask a question to um i think um you know other than that it's you know i i, I think it's just you know figuring out um you know how do you if you want to open your own business you know what is it that you have to offer um, and, you know, like for me, for consulting, I think I can only be as effective as the experiences I've had. And so I feel like, okay, because now I'm in this point in my career, I do have experience that I can tap into. That experience is valuable. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, somebody asked me, how do you become a consultant? And I said, well, there's different tracks. So like, if you go to college, you know, the big colleges, they'll have, you know, you can go and work for a big consulting agency. And that's one way to do it. Another way, you know, is to go the corporate route, which is what I did, get that experience. And then you have something um, to fall back on in terms of your own experience to be a, a consultant at the later part of your life. So, I mean, I think there's different ways to to get there and just be thinking about, you know, all of the the opportunities that you can leverage, you know, wherever you are, whether you're starting college, where you're you're ending college whether, you know, you're still in high school, there's, you know, just figure out, you know, all of the different experiences that you think might be helpful to you going forward and, you know, gravitate, you know, gravitate to all of these opportunities that are out there that, you know, are interest to you. And, you know, hey, I look at it as an experiment. If you try something and you don't like it, 
no harm done, right? And so I think it's just, you know, getting those experiences, um, you know, under your belt and you'll kind of, your path will be, you know, created for you. That's great advice. I think for business and for everything, really, for life, for other fields. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to say to WeGo members or people listening to this podcast before you leave? No, um, I think, you know, again, I think even, you know, getting involved in these kinds of organizations and getting exposure, um, I think is a really great thing. So um, kudos to you and your club for um, yeah. providing these opportunities. And yeah, if there's anything else that anybody has a question, has an interest in HR, I do. Um, another you know, thing I, I do do a lot is mentorship. So I do work closely with the university and you know, I'm happy to work with high schoolers as needed if they really you know, have an interest or passion um, for business or HR. I'm happy to be a sounding board and thought partner for anybody um, you know, that might have that interest and wants to know what it's really like um, out there in the real world. I'm happy to do that. That's such a generous offer. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this, who's looking forward to a career in business is probably super fascinated to hear this too. Um, you've offered some great insight and um, really given us a window into what um, business and the field looks like and what HR is about. Um, thank you for that. You're welcome. Mahalo for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you were able to gain valuable insight from our wonderful speaker today. We hope you have a great rest of your day and tune in next time. This is Kylie signing off. We'll see you in the next one.